It might have been at a very late campfire there in Israel. And maybe the disciples were, the apostles were a little drowsy. And maybe the fire was going out. And Jesus got up and got a couple logs, put them on there, stirred it up, and everyone sort of woke up a little bit. And the flames started to come up. And he said, I've come to bring fire to the earth. And how I wish it were blazing already. And then when he said that, maybe the fire just went, just rushed up. And sparks in the air. And there is a baptism with which I must receive. And how great is my distress until it is over. So this, this fire that he talked about is love. It's what it is. How I wish love were blazing all over this world. And fire is an image of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is none other than the love that is between the Father to the Son, and the Son returning that love back to the Father. This circular back and forth, coming back and forth, is a person. God, the third person of the Blessed Trinity. Mysterious. In Matthew 9, 17, Jesus was, well, just before this, that verse, he was talking about no one sews a new patch on old clothing. I think my grandmother knew that as well. Um, all these little ins and outs of, of, of wisdom, household wisdom. And Jesus then as well said, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. No one does that. Because why? Because the wine will be lost. Because the skins will burst. Because of all the... They're brittle and tight. And they need to be supple and fresh. The people, when they heard this, not, it's a little further down, we didn't read it in this text. Those that criticized the apostles as they're preaching after the descent of the Holy Spirit, they said, yeah, they're all drunk. Look at them, they're just drunk. They had too much wine. That's why. Look at them, they're swaggering. They can't walk a straight line. They're drunk. Yes, their cups overflowed. They are drunk with the new wine of the Holy Spirit. The new wine is often referred to the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus sent on his way to the crucifixion that he was so happy that he was going because now a new advocate would come. It would be the Holy Spirit that he would send from the Father. And this is the key here. If we take away anything, this is the key from today. What Jesus made possible, the Holy Spirit makes present, actualizes it. So what took place, for example, at Calvary? The redemption that took place, Jesus' death, his crucifixion, death, and resurrection takes place here because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Lord and giver of life. And where do we have life? We have it in Christ. He makes Christ present. We are closer to Jesus, believe it or not, than the apostles were before Pentecost. We are closer. Jesus is the Lord of life. The Holy Spirit makes him present. But the Holy Spirit does not foist upon us the life of Christ. He doesn't say, here's the life and ramrod Jesus into our minds and our hearts. Here's life and pound it into us. Absolutely, positively doesn't do that. The sacraments are not magic. Like receive Jesus and all of a sudden things start popping because it's magic. It's not. They're not magic. The Holy Spirit prepares our hearts to become new wineskins, to prepare our hearts to receive the grace of Christ in our lives, to be saved, to receive this new wine. And how does he do this, the Holy Spirit, in our lives? Well, first of all, he awakens our faith. And, you know, with faith, it's important that we're not, like, drowsy. And when we really understand what's at stake, and that's a gift, I mean, just, we're, we're enthusiastic. And the image that just came to me as I was thinking, how can I make this help us, me as well, to understand? Because we're all human. Imagine you go... Rewind a little bit to the lat- that Super Bowl when we won the Super Bowl, the Eagles won. And you're there just sitting like yawning and maybe stuck in your phone. Just whatever, just there. And touchdown and the Philly Philly happened and you're like, what happened? Oh. The people around you would be, are you crazy? Do you know what just happened? We won the Super Bowl. And everyone went nuts. And that's... In a sense, there was a a, a living embrace of the moment. Faith. We have on our end the responsibility to put a little oomph into it. And how do we do that? How do we put a little oomph in our faith? Well, one way is the way we respond. Respond at Mass. Respond to the... Back and forth, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. 
Then all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I'm here present. But imagine you're going to the Eagles game, and you uh, just, when they fly, Eagles fly, they're doing a thing, you go, fly, Eagles fly. <laughs> you're like, come on, get into it, buddy. Have another beer. Let's get that thing going. <laughs> you know, like, get that spirit. So anyway, you know, so we, we own part of it. We've got to bring some enthusiasm. Number two is a conversion of heart. The wineskin, we got to convert our heart. What makes it brittle and crusty and just breakable is when our hearts are not converted. Because where the Holy Spirit is not, everything gets hardened. And third, adherence to God's will. These dispositions, you could say, are the precondition both for the reception of graces and the sacraments and the fruit of new life that comes from receiving these sacraments. So guarantee, money back guarantee on this. You, that, what's the money going to be? Well, let's say your collection. You're putting money in the collection. Guarantee to get that back today. If you feel rotten after Mass, after having put all you, you could into it, like responding with consciousness, Again, conversion of heart. Lord, give me your grace. I want to be all yours. Give me the grace to be faithful to God's will. Guaranteed, you are going to leave with a greater joy, a greater oomph in your life, a greater enthusiasm, hope, serenity, peace. And I've got a whole other bunch of things here. I'm not going to have time for it, darn it. But you'll have an increase in the gifts, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, piety, and fear of the Lord. Those gifts work in the measure, in the measure that we actualize our faith, that we use our faith, the gift that God has given us, we have a conversion of heart, and the, we adhere to God's will.